570. An L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, this hour, we'll talk some Dodgers and also talk about what happened to the Clippers last night. But to kick it off, oh, and we still have UCLA Stanford tickets to give away. If you yes, we do. On. So we'll give those away as well uh, between now and three. But now to kick off the one o'clock hour, our weekly visit with America's hero, our dear friend, America's hero, Rob Parker. And Rob, uh-huh. hello. Uh, what's happening, Fred? Rod, America's New hero? In New York, hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. Is that how it goes? There we go. <laughs> now, wait a minute, Fred. I'm, I, you got, I got my feelings hurt just like... Uh, oh, I told you, Fred. I told you. What? I told you. What? My feelings are hurt the one minute you. that I'm not listening to the radio show. Because yep. you know I listen and I text you yes, guys. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah, you I'm do driving. text. You text. I do text because yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. And I wasn't listening. I was doing something else today. And then, you know, some other guy comes on with a one-line. I'm Clay Thompson today. I'm hurt like he is with Charles Barkley. In his comments, I'm hurt that Fred downplayed my comedy genius and just automatically, like, crowned Omar. Rodney, you let that happen? I did not let it. As a matter of fact, I said you were not going to be happy about that when he said it. All right. First of all, first of all, you just admitted you weren't listening for a minute, and then that happened. Fair? Right. Okay, well, then how do you know what really happened? Because my minions out there who listen to the show, they text me, and they told me what they were was wrong. going on. They, they misunderstood what oh, I said. Oh, is that what happened? That, yeah, that wasn't true. You know what? Just, yeah. give, us, just give us one joke to start. No, no, no. Let Omar <laughs> give you a joke today. Oh, oh he is yeah. really in them feelings. I, I got to yeah, tell you, Rob. Really you know that, Fred. them feelings. No, Rob, Rob, uh, look, Rob, we're sorry. We, You know what? But in comedy. Not we. No, no, we. We didn't say anything. Uh, uh, Ryan, Fred, let me say this, that. Fred. When I, when I made my debut and went up on that stage with all that courage in Hollywood, in front of a packed belly belly room uh, at the comedy store. Yeah. Four people who do this show, three were there at the studio for support. Oh, Rodney, ooh. Kev, ooh. Ooh. and Ronnie. That's right. Ooh. And they laughed ooh. their butts off, and only ooh. one person was missing, and ooh. that was you, Fred. I made my debut. I killed it. And you still won't give me respect on the comedy stage. Uh, well, first of all, Rob, I, if I remember, I'm trying to remember. What time did you go on stage? You were working, but that, I don't That's care. That's right, Rob. <laughs> I was working. And and also, Rob, who has been Rob? Who has been your biggest supporter in comedy? Tell me right now. You always ask for the jokes, yeah. but Fred, you hurt me today. That's all. Yeah. I'm just, oh. you did Mario, Mario fills in. Mario fills in for Fred every other Tuesday. Exactly. Every and other Tuesday, Wednesday, could, Friday. Thursday, yes, exactly. He couldn't make a phone call for your debut at the comedy store, which is no small feat. World famous comedy store. Ain't easy to get up in there. As you know, Rob Parker. You know how hard it was. And oh Fred, my God. You've been at you've been at the station so long. 
that back then it was just K and B. There was no C. That's how long you've been there. <laughs> Rob, I laughed at your double diaper joke. So okay. come on. Rob. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> I did laugh at that. Okay, well, uh, this is a day where uh, obviously you're in a state of mourning because the Padres didn't reach the World Series. No mourning. I got it wrong. I thought that they would win. The Phillies got something going. And Bryce Harper, who a lot of people, as you remember, ripped big time yeah. when the Nationals won the year after he left and he went to Philly, good riddance, we don't need you. This guy has blossomed into a big-time star. You know, he won the MVP last year and then big hits throughout the postseason and then – Never the had his moment, hit. right? Never had he, the time, right, the, he had the, the space moment. to do yep. this. Yeah. And, Rodney, that was a big moment. You don't want to yes. go back to San Diego – you don't, you don't know what can happen, and, and he delivers a big two-run home run in the bottom of the eighth. He'll never have to buy another drink in uh, Philadelphia as never, long as he lives. Never again. Ever. Yeah, they go, they go win it. They might have him like Nick Foles, a statue up there of, uh, of, uh, of Bryce Harper. But you're right, under tremendous pressure yep. since he broke into the league, you know, chosen one like LeBron, all of those things, and, and uh, has, has really done it, but just not had the big stage – to showcase how talented he really is. And he's doing all this. Remember, the guy is hurt. Right. He's hurt I mean, all he year. got hurt this year. Yeah. And he bounced back, and he's been tremendous. Uh, you're right. And he had that kind of all the YouTube videos. Remember us watching him hit those yeah. home runs? And he was the next guy. He was going to be the face of baseball. And, and um, he's bounced back. And then here's the other thing. And I know people in L.A., don't care about the Astros because they stole the World Series from you, and and right and and I understand that, but the Astros put up a dilemma for me. You know, I, I'm a reporter. I don't care who wins. I just want my analysis to be right. But I don't live and die on who wins and loses. But I really want Dusty Baker to win a World Series. I think he's been an unbelievable manager, taking yeah. five teams, Rodney, to. The playoffs, no other manager. There's his card into the Hall of Fame. No other manager's taken five teams into the postseason, but he hasn't won the World Series. But if he wins, then the Astros win, so I'm torn. I, I really would like yeah. to see Dusty win, but I, it's hard for me to like the Astros. It is hard because I know Dusty as well, and, and uh, if you know guy. him, Dusty's a great guy um, with a big heart, do anything for you. And, and you do want to see him win it. It's unfortunate that it's uh, it, it would be with the Astros because we all know how most of us feel ab ab about the Astros, even though that team is constructed now. There's, what, four players left from that right, team in 2017? Four, right? yep. Um, so it's not really the same guys there anymore, but it's still the Astros and still that name. But you're right. I, I feel the same way. I, uh, I, I would love to see Dusty get one, but, man, it'd be hard to see them gloat. Yes. Uh, you know, winning it uh, because of of what happened. You know what happened and, in 2017. And, and and Dusty, of course, played for the Dodgers. Fred, what year was that when he when the four guys hit the 30 home runs? I can't remember. I, I, in the 70s, but Dusty was the last guy to do it. Oh, Ronnie, 1977. Was it 77? Nice, Ronnie. Yeah. And uh, and if you remember, Dusty has been a part of baseball. He was on deck when Hank Aaron. Yeah. Hit the home run against Al Downing from the Dodgers, right, for 7-15. Dusty was a young player. Imagine being on deck in front of Hank Aaron. Right. And then in 77, when he hit his 30th home run 
And I think that was the first time a major league team had four players with 30 or more home runs in a season. And that's when him and Glenn Burke did the uh, high five. Have you ever seen that picture? Yeah. No. Mm -mm. There's no. a picture that somebody, they caught it. They captured them doing a high five. You know, back then it used to be just give me five. And, and Fred, mm -hmm. you remember used to do or on the black hand side. Do you remember that? No? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fred remembers that Fred for sure. Remembers sure, of course that. I Give do. Give me five on the black hand side. But yeah. anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Dusty's, Dusty's been a part. He's still got the wristbands on, even though he's managing. Still got that toothpick working. Yeah, he's one of my favorite pick. baseball people. Got the, double, got the double batting gloves on. Am I right? He does. Hey, Rob, do you think people are going to watch? First, do you think people are going to watch? And second, if they do... It's going to be kind of a hate watch. They want to see the Astros lose. That would be the reason? Yeah, it's it probably won't do well. Uh, uh, Bryce Harper's worth watching. There's an anti-Astros thing in the country, and only if it's compelling. You know what I mean? Like, if it becomes compelling, you might get people tuning in. But but I, I'm sure the network, uh, Fox and baseball, are probably, like, you know, ready to give uh, make goods to some advertisers because – I can't imagine that the numbers will be really good. Um, and, and, Rob, doesn't this go to, you know, the teams that we see? Listen, I think the Astros are a extremely talented team. I mean, they're, 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 they are top to bottom a very good team. and But I think the Phillies are the hot team, right? And doesn't it just go back to saying you got to be hot at the right time? Because the, the 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 Phillies, you know, going into see, they had to fire their manager, right? And 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 now, you know, going through these series, I, look, I don't think the Padres were a hot team, and the Dodgers ran into some sort of buzzsaw. I think the Dodgers did, really didn't play well, didn't hit, didn't right. do the things that they could do, are capable of doing, and really looked like lackluster in their in their role in in that in that playoff series. But the Phillies, on the other hand. They they are just hot, and it's different guys. Yes, Bryce Harper's had the big hits, but it's uh, Reese Hopkins. Hopkins. Right. It's you know it's other guys that have come through they in got big two situations at the and, top of the rotation. Yeah, so they they've, they they are the hot team riding the hot hand right now, um, which is you know how it it works. And I I just say that because sometimes we overanalyze why teams win and lose, like we've been doing with the Dodgers since they got ousted. Sometimes you run into a team that's playing better you better than you at that particular time in the season. I agree. I think the Phillies are that team. Only won 87 games. The lowest-seeded team in the, in the uh, NL when the playoffs started. And they've just played better, and they're hot. And even the Astros, I know they haven't lost a game, but it's really weird. If you go look at their numbers and stats, they're batting like 220. Yeah. Uh, and But have gotten all big their hits. hits or big hits. All, all their hits. Yeah. Like – you know, with the three-run home running game. Remember, Verlander gave up six earned runs. Yeah. And, and I think game one is the most important because Verlander's never won a World Series game. He's been lit up in the postseason, in the World Series, I should say. And remember, the Mariners scored eight, had, what, seven, six or seven runs off of him in that game one, but they won it on a three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth, so people Which don't is... remember that. Which is why it's about hitting. It is, no, it's not. It's about ah, pitching. It's almost about got you, Sam. Almost got you. Almost. almost. Got you. <laughs> almost. So, so uh, Fred and and Rodney, I'm curious on your Tom Brady take today. Can we get there? Yeah, he looked terrible last night, and and I can understand why. 
look, he he went through. Obviously, now uh, they it's done. They're divorced, uh, and he was been going through that the whole season. And I think oh, that for more than a season, yeah. almost a year, year and a half. They've okay, been going and I think that's what affected him. I mean, he looked really bad last night. He looked terrible last night. And uh, then today they announced that uh, it's over. I think that's been weighing on him. I think anybody that's gone through anything like that will tell I, you. And I have. Yeah, and I have too. Yep. Uh, we'll tell you that that is just overwhelming for you and for the other person involved. But but Fred, this is the thing that I. And obviously, we don't know their relationship, Rodney. And I'm sure there's more. This was probably just the straw that broke the camel's back, right? That he said he was going to retire and then went back. It's usually more than just one thing uh, when you when you wind up getting divorced. Um, and that might have just been it. But it it does. I, I think Brady fumbled this, botched this, from the standpoint of. His exit should have been when he won the Super Bowl with Tampa after that. I mean, you can't go out any higher. He really has yeah. nothing else. Do you know what I mean, Rodney? Like, like no, you I left Bill you. Belichick. Everybody was saying, well, was it Belichick or was it Brady? He leaves. First year goes to Tampa, wins a Super Bowl. Boom, I wash my hands, and I walk off into the sunset. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that would have been a perfect time. Like uh, John Elway did it, right? John, John Elway, Elway did it. Won his second Super Bowl. Everybody was crying. Go, go for the three P. Go for the three P. Um, which they probably, you know, they would have been in the conversation. But health wise, uh, he had lacked, you know, some of the things that he was able to do and was yep. basically falling apart in that second year, that second Super Bowl they won in '98, um, and he walked away as a as a champion. But yeah, you're right. The story would have been. It would have been written so well oh. if, like you said, he gets out of New England with the debate of uh, is it Belichick, is it Brady, who's more important? He goes to another team and not five years down the road, but one year. Right. One year goes down there and wins the Super Bowl. See you later. I'm going into the sunset. It would have been, it would have been humongous. Now we're we're seeing that that damaged fighter right at the end of his career that as is still trying to punch his way out of situations but still doesn't have the doesn't have the crispness crispness on his punches and are not sharp with his punches that he can't knock anybody out anymore and that's what we're seeing from Tom Brady right now yeah it it is interesting to see and then to even think that and like i said i, I we don't know the details and the, the marriage and all that but it's a huge factor i mean that's not even dance around it when you have issues at home right. uh, you can't help and people say, oh, you got to separate the home and, and work. Nah, it's you not can't that do easy. that. Right. And when you've people, got kids involved, you got yeah. ma- family, someone you love, yeah, it, it is going to affect you in all aspects of your life, of your life. And and it looks and it shows. He's not very good at hiding, you know, the pain that he's going through from his personal life. And even his reactions to his teammates and all that, I mean, it's been something. And Todd Bowles ultimately is going to be the one, you know what I mean, who gets the brunt of it. If things don't turn around, it's going to be interesting. Just your gut. Do you think he's he'll play next year? Um. Well, first, how effective will he be? Right. I'm he, just here's the thing. I I would have said no if they would have stayed married. Uh but since they're no longer married, I I could see him trying again. The sad part of it is, there. It's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Tom you know. Brady, it, it, Fred, it's like he wants to get his block knocked off. Like, like that's how 
the only way he'll be able to really hang it up. Like like he the talk of playing to fifty. I believe that's all real. He really believes like I'm just gonna keep playing and they'll keep letting me play, you know what I mean? And until he gets hurt. I, I, I it, it's kinda sad now at this point. No, I agree. Yeah. But but guys and Rodney played so he knows. The hardest thing to do is say goodbye and know when to say goodbye. Rodney, was it hard? Did you know yeah. it was done? Did you just like, okay, I'm done? It, uh, it, it, was, it was hard because you still feel like you can compete. But the grind, I got tired of the grind of, of the offseason having to keep up and, you know, offseason be started to, to kind of morph into it's a 12-month gig. And, and so um, – you know, putting mentally and physically all of that into it, and and with your body taking longer to kind of get going, uh, yeah, it was it was definitely time for me. But I still feel like I had I had something left, right? You still feel that right. no matter what. Uh, and you got to go back and kind of really look at yourself when it takes you forever to kind of get loose and get going. It's like okay, it's time. And and for him, I think if you you watch the film uh, over the last few weeks of him playing. You can see, like last year, I would have never said that there's a drop off in, in you his see it physical now, ability, right? Uh, you definitely see it now. You definitely see it now. And if he's honest with himself, or, or someone's close to him that can be honest with him, they need to be telling him the same thing: is listen, this is I I see the diminishing uh, physical attributes uh, in your game right now, and and Father Time is is calling and knocking at your door. All right, Fred, I want to be honest with you. It's been 42 years, yeah. and I'm just saying. The fastball's not there anymore. Okay. I think you and Brady should retire. Hey, Rob, you don't know how close you are to making that true. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words may never have been spoken, Rob. What? Are you about to break news? No. Oh, no, no Freddie, no, no. Fred, don't no, do Freddie. that. No, no. What would Colleen and... And Chuck do without exactly. you, Freddie. I, I think everybody would be just fine if and when that day comes. Fred, I, I told you when I used to come out here and I was in college, staying with my own late great Aunt Beverly, and I used to watch you on the news. I just, uh, I still remember. I was 20-something years old, and you're still doing it. Unbelievable. Still doing it. Still doing hey, it. Hey, hey Rob, um, switching to football, big game, uh, or saying before, big, big game Rams and 49ers uh, this weekend. Who is it bigger for? I think the Rams need to win only from the standpoint of uh, being able to control their destiny going forward. You know, like, it's been an uneven season. It just hasn't been – didn't feel anything close to where they were last year. And I know they had that bump in the middle of the season. You remember when Stafford had the picks and all that and and they lost three or four games? But I don't know. It just they don't feel close to where they were a year ago when they won the Super Bowl. And who knows? It could it could bounce as a long season. You still got what ten weeks, ten games. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think they need to start winning and against a a, a rival. You this is an important game. Yeah. What do you make of uh? What do you uh? What do you make of uh? Russell Wilson in Denver? That whole situation. He doesn't look good to me. And it's we, a mess, isn't it? it it's a mess. I, I think Nathaniel can hack it, should be whacked if they lose. If they continue to lose, I, I think he was in over On the way head. back from London, you think he should be? He could stay there. On the tarmac? Yes, stay at Heathrow and, uh, and, 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 uh, and, and stay right there. But Russell Wilson, 
people I talked to in Seattle, they're not that surprised. They were saying, and, and you know, we don't watch guys every day like they do. You know, like you yeah. see highlights, so you only see the good stuff for the most part, unless yeah. it's a, you know, really bad play. But they were saying that he had fallen off. Like I had heard that from a number of people in Seattle. They said, wait, you'll see uh, what we've been watching the last couple of years. But it looks even worse. And they just started that big contract. And I just wonder about the new owners. You know, they didn't hire Hackett, right? Right. He was, he was hired. They probably won't do it during the season unless they don't unless they lose another what five in a row or something. They might just decide to pull the plug. Um, but it's been it's been a mess all the way around. Coaching, uh, Russell Wilson, just a shell of himself. Bad. All right. Well, Rob, we appreciate your uh, insight. As always on a Friday, we look forward to it. Well, I appreciate it. I'm going to say Phillies in six. Sorry, Dusty. Oh. Phillies in six. They're the oh. hottest team going. And I think Verlander gets hit around in game one, and that will be the difference. Uh, so there it is. All right. All right, Fred. You know what? No, Rob. All right, uh-huh. Fred, we will uh, NB. Yeah, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at AM570LA Sports for your chance to win tickets to UCLA, the Clippers, the Kings, and Chargers. See how much you can win $1,000 in spending cash. Okay, when we come back, Lakers are in Minnesota tonight. We'll also touch on the Clippers. Lakers are in Minnesota. And if this continues to go south, I'm going to have a theory. I'll have a theory I want to share with you. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Money. That's money. Enter it now. Do it. AM570LASports.com. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570 LA Sports. Oh, yeah. It is Friday, y'all. It's Friday. We are already winding down October, Halloween on Monday. Man, it's flying by. Hey, when do we change the clocks? Next week? Do we change the clocks anymore? We, we voted on now. it. I don't know if it's in effect yet. No, I don't think we... No. It's not in effect yet. We changed the clocks this year. We still change sure. clocks, yes. Oh, we do? Because I was wondering do. the same thing. No, we still do. Then we should have changed yeah. them already, no? I think it's... it's not yet. I think it it's not next this week. Weekend. Yeah. Next weekend? I believe it's next weekend. Yeah, it's next weekend. Okay. And what do we look back here? Come on, Fred. Yeah, yes, we, back. we fall back. back. Spring ahead. Come on, Fred. Come on, Fred. All right, you know what? I thought we already changed it, so I'm sorry. I, I know you spent time down in Arizona. You're not in Arizona anymore, Fred. Time changes here. That's true. Whether we should or shouldn't is a different discussion. But where, it does. where are the two states it doesn't change or did not change? Arizona and where else? I don't think it changed in Nevada, did it? Yeah, it changes in Nevada. I think Nevada, Nevada's Pacific Standard Time, isn't it? It is. Nevada is? Then what it are they changes, at? though. It changes. Hmm. If it's not, it changes. Yeah, it changes. They're, they change just like we do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, then Arizona, you're right. You're right. And uh, Idaho. Is it Idaho? I don't know. Okay. Well, you don't know. Right. One of them. One of them, Rocky Mountain states that don't change with Arizona, please. Yeah. Maybe Colorado. It's not Colorado. 
Kevin, can well, you, you look it up? Is it Colorado? It's not Colorado. Maybe it's Colorado. It's not Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin. So this says uh, Hawaii and Arizona are the two states. Oh, that was ah, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Hawaii, my island home. All right. So the Clippers played last night. They lost at Oklahoma City. Uh, that's their third loss in a row. They have not looked very good. Uh, Paul George no. said afterwards, "Look, we got to look at everything." We got to look at everything. We got to look at the way we practice. We got to we got to look at everything. Not an auspicious start. Then again, it's not like a lot of the teams around the league have been blowing uh, the covers off. Everybody's kind of off to a so-so start. Any team you thought would be good, I mean, Brooklyn struggling early, Philadelphia, but still in all, if you are a team that people think is going to win the NBA title, you've got to perform better than you did against Oklahoma City. You just have to. And uh, it, it's not the way they wanted to get going here, Rodney. No, no, not at all. But again, it's a it's a long season. But you're right. The, the, all the hype, um, at least in the, this town, you know, the the Lakers got hyped for a different reason because people felt that this was coming in, in terms of them struggling uh, with this roster this year. But when it comes to the Clippers, I think people really believe that this was the year that they kicked that door in and they get to the they get to the finals um, and and have the chance to really win it. Uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard coming off of uh, the injury and full off season to get healthy and and uh, feels like he's not quite healthy again. He's got some nagging stuff still going on, and uh, hopefully he can uh, he can be healthy enough to play a significant amount of games that gets him ready for the postseason. But he's proven that he can handle it without playing a whole lot of games in the regular season. It's the rest of the team and the chemistry and how that's going to play out. Because I tell you, if they if they ended up middle of the pack and get you know, bounced in the second round, it's going to be a you know, major, major failure for the Clippers because a lot of people picked them to win it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's very early. I mean, you look at the Clippers, you go, okay, it's really early. You look at the Lakers and you go, oh, God, it's early, but this is a real problem. Uh, we mentioned earlier Russell Westbrook comes off the bench. And Darvin Ham said that will be the case for the foreseeable future. Ooh, he said that? Mm-hmm. Unless, unless AD is hurt, you can look for Russ to come off the bench. Quote. Yeah. Unless AD is hurt, look for Russ to come off the bench. Correct. Out loud. Yes. And by the way. What, he did? Yeah, I saw yeah. it. When did he say that? I got an alert. I read it. That that, oh, that was an exact quote God. attributed to Darvin Ham. Yeah. Darvin Ham said. Wow. Okay. Darvin Ham said it. Yeah, foreseeable future. That yeah didn't sound like very convincing. Did it to you, Kevin? Like Not I heard really. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. He said it. I saw the reports yeah. from from Woj and then Dan Woodkey backed it up, saying that yes, if AD does play tonight, then yes, Russell Westbrook. The plan is to bring him off the bench. But I certainly didn't hear a quote or see a quote directly from Darvin Ham saying that is this is going to be the case for the foreseeable future. Okay. Well, I did see that. That's right. why I said it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said it. All right. Oh yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I did see it, but I, I've got a different question. So let's say this continues to go sideways, whatever that means. All right, we know they're not a great team to start with, and uh, we know they need help. Let's say they get some help, for argument's sake. They go out and get help, and it still doesn't make that much of a difference. All right, we're just kind of forecasting here. At what point do the Lakers become sellers? At what point do they say, this is not working? I mean, AD is is already sore. With his back. He started the season sore. He fell on his back. Uh, 
at what point, Roddy, do they go, you know what, this doesn't work, We maybe we should move AD? Could that decision come if they don't get it together and play well this season? Uh, you know, I, unfortunately, I don't think that, that comes. I don't think they, they do anything like that. I think it's too much pride involved with the Lakers. I think there's too much of um, – and, and maybe it is we, we're not going to admit to any mistakes and we're going to just uh, we're going to ride this all the way out this year and, and decide what we're going to do later. They may add some, you know, they're certainly going to try to, you know, trade uh, and get Russell Westbrook somewhere else and get something help in for him. But in terms of blowing it all up and just tanking or giving up on the season, I don't see that happening anytime soon, Fred. Yeah, well, they've got to do something. I mean, if they cannot figure this out, hopefully they win tonight at Minnesota. No easy task. But if they cannot figure it out, and even if they make a move and it helps them but not that much, there are other issues here. There are bigger concerns here. This is not what they thought it would be. And I'm just saying, if it doesn't improve, if you can't see that it's going to work, maybe you have to look in the mirror and go, it's not working. And they're not going to trade LeBron. They just got back into business with him. But so, you know it's not working already. Yeah, but if they get help, will it work? That's the question. That's the question. Will they get help? And also next year, Westbrook comes off the books. They'll have a lot of money to spend. But you can't sit here and go, well, you know what? Russ wasn't the fit, but if we just go out and get this guy and pay him a lot of money and bring him in and put him with AD and LeBron, and AD's always hurt, then that's not the answer either. Maybe AD's not what they thought he would be. Well, what- I think that's the case. I think that is that is definitely the case. I think they, um, I think at this point, what is this, fourth year AD's here? Mm. Going into the third year yeah. or fourth year? Four. Four. This is year four that he's here. Um, I think in year four, this is certainly not what they expected um, from AD. You know, the bubble year, the, the year they won it, he was phenomenal. He was as advertised. He was doing, he was dominant. Um, I'm sitting there watching the game the other night and going, AD, just, you know, give me that dog. Give me that get, call for the ball. Say, I'm going, uh, this is my bucket right here. I want to see that guy. And I haven't seen that guy since the bubble, Fred. And that, that to me, I think they see the same thing going, this is a guy we wanted to turn the keys over to and let him drive uh, as LeBron is kind of winding it all down, but he is not ready to take over the wheel, Fred. And I don't think he'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's shocking. It's like he's got to turn it off and became became passive instead of being more and more aggressive, knowing hey, I'm the guy. Now I'm the guy. Everything comes through me. Let me Give me the ball. No trip down the court happens without me touching it he's got to be that selfish when you're that good he just hasn't outwardly showed it and that's you know that's frustrating because we all know he's got it in him he's got the ability to do that yeah but But where is it on a consistent basis yeah but everybody said that since he came here and he hasn't shown it he showed it in the he showed it in the year they won it i know he showed it in the bubble year but uh not a full year and uh we haven't seen it and I'm just thinking, okay, if, if this really is not getting much better, you can't sit here and keep saying, well, next year we'll have money. We'll go out and get somebody. We pair them up with AD and LeBron. Maybe AD is the issue. Maybe the Lakers, if this doesn't work, 
seriously have to consider being a seller and then deciding if we're going to sell, AD's the guy we're going to move. Okay, uh, what are your pet peeves? You hate when people say this. You hate it. But does it apply to Mookie Betts? We'll figure that out next. John Wall puts the head down, finds the hoop, finds the harm. Back at crypto, the LA Clippers welcome in the New Orleans Pelicans. Clippers countdown kicks off at 11 a.m. this Sunday. Zion Dark Horse MVP. Told ya. On LA's home for Clippers basketball. AM 570 LA Sports. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. Hey, it's your girl Nina Chantel. You're listening to my homies, Fred Rogan and Rodney P on AM570 LA Sports. Your home of the Dodgers. Oh, 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 oh. It's Friday. Rodney P, Fred Rogan. Yes. We love a Friday, Fred. Yeah, because we don't care. No, we don't. Not really. Uh, all right, Rodney, you hate this. I'll just preface it with you hate this. I do? Yeah, you absolutely hate it. So Hate's a strong word, friend. No, but you do. And when I tell you about it, you'll go, yeah, I hate that. Uh, we know what happened to the Dodgers, and Mookie Betts did not play well. He did not play well. And it really, if you're going to point fingers, you got to point at him. Those are one of the fingers that get pointed because he did not play well. And, uh, you know, during the break between the end of the season and the division series. Everybody has a life. Everybody lives their life. And Mookie was out bowling and doing things. And some people said he was distracted. He was just distracted. And he wasn't really as focused as he should be. David Vassay actually talked about it yesterday. Mookie Betts does love playing second base. In fact, Dave Roberts played him there so he would be engaged a little bit more in September. Wow. Why? What happened to Mookie Betts? Like, the, the guy we were getting was supposed to be the guy that got there at 5 in the morning, the guy that had the work ethic of all time, the guy that... He did that in 2020 before the pandemic in spring training. He was there before the sun came up. Last year during spring training, he was coming in just as a regular guy at the regular time, maybe even a little later. I do believe he has too many distractions, not in a bad way, but... He does have a lot of distractions, and the, he is so talented athletically, I think at times, and I'll do it in a different intellectual way. The smart guy, the savant, the smartest guy in the classroom. Like John Vassay. Yes, needs to be challenged in a different way. And I feel like the Dodgers need to challenge Mookie Betts. They need to find a way to challenge him to have that focus of baseball being number one. And I have taken it upon myself. To be the Dan Shaughnessy of Mookie Betts' life here in Los Angeles, and I will hold him accountable publicly. Wow. I already have started that. I do love Mookie. He's the greatest guy in the world, but he does need to be challenged, and he does need to be held accountable. Okay, so distractions. You know, you, you would always say, Rodney, when you were playing, if you lost a game, you go out to eat, and people would walk up to you and go, what are you doing eating? Why are you in the restaurant? You have a life. You, you have a life, and you live your life. Uh, do you think distractions could be hurting Mookie Betts? I don't know. I don't live with Mookie Betts. I'm not, I'm not with Mookie Betts on a regular basis, so I don't know what his exact routines are. Um, listen, we always want to nitpick and 
try to figure out the solution and and uh, to to issues when there there sometimes there's not always a an exact solution to it. Um, yeah, he had. A, I heard people say the same thing. He had. I think he turned thirty before the Padres series and had a big uh, big party for his thirtieth birthday and you know and then he was bowling, which he does all the time. Um, some people were saying that too much bowling. So, uh, you know, when you lose, people are going to want answers and going to try to figure out why. And it's such low hanging fruit for for people to say, "Oh, he's distracted. He's not doing the same thing he did in, in 2020." Well, 2020 is a different season. Last year is a different season than 2020. Things change. Routines, you know, sometimes will change depending on what you're dealing with, what you have to deal with. Do you have an injury that you're dealing with all season long that nobody really knows about? All of those things factor in. It's not just one thing. Um, and, and I don't think Mookie, uh, it'd be different if we saw Mookie change his his whole demeanor and makeup. And now you saw all of a sudden you see Mookie's out at the club, you know, three nights a week. You know, something that's totally out of character for him. Then you go, oh, Mookie's in a... He's in a phase in his life, and he's definitely distracted by something because we we don't normally see Mookie hanging out in the clubs all during the during the season. That would be out of character. So, because he doesn't show up at 5 a.m., maybe he's doing something on the back end that he that he does. I'm not with him every day. So, are there possibilities of of being of, of guys being distracted? Absolutely, but. Is this the case when it comes to Mookie Best? I don't know, and nobody really knows. Um, when Dave said he needs to be challenged, he needs to be challenged. They need to figure out a way to challenge him. He's a professional athlete. How do you challenge him? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I didn't either, but I'm wondering. They need to challenge Mookie Best. Um, Mookie Best knows the challenge. The challenge is be the leader, and the challenge is when the big moment is there, you got to come through. That's the challenge. No, you can't sugarcoat or anything. It needs to be challenged. No. Mookie needs to be Mookie, what we know Mookie is capable of doing. And he hasn't been that guy uh, these last couple of uh, of uh, postseasons. And we need Mookie to be that guy, that catalyst, because this team goes, we've said it often, even Vasea said it, this team goes as Mookie goes. A lot of talented people on this team. But when you're top of the lineup, your leader, your lead-by-example guy um, is struggling at the plate and struggling in other areas, then it's hard for everybody else to get going. So he's the guy that and, – and, and nobody knows this more than Mookie. Let's be clear right there. It's not something that – that you would have to sit down with Mookie and hey, I'm gonna challenge you, Mookie, because you you're our leader and and you have to you have to get us going. You don't think he knows that? Of course he does. So nobody's gonna challenge Mookie more than Mookie. Uh, we want to give you a thousand bucks of spending cash for the holidays. Listen weekdays between nine a.m. and six p.m. for your chance to win. We want to put a grand in your hand. Yeah. We- All right, uh, coming up this hour, we are giving away the UCLA-Stanford tickets. Also, we will uh, update you on Vic. And today, we'll tell you what procedure he had. Because it's Friday, and we said we would. He's had the procedure, and he's doing well. We need a listener haiku. So, 866-987-2570. We would love you to call in as a tribute to Vic. And also, uh, this hour, we'll have another edition, rousing edition of Pete's Playbook. 
Oh!